Welcome back, listeners. Uh, so we spent quite a bit of time, Allie, in segment one talking about, you know, uh, test plots and variety selection and, and the importance of it. And um, I maybe thought I'd expand on and maybe just clarify a couple things. So we mentioned that, Allie, I mentioned the importance of having 30 locations, that that's kind of really the amount of replication that you need to have a good plot set. But then I also said we plant two times as many. So I thought, Allie, maybe important just to walk through, number one, why is 30 locations important? And number two, why do we almost go twice as many as 30 in most cases? Yeah, so if we look at why that number 30 is important, you know, you mentioned earlier that the only thing worse than one or no plots is one plot. And that's because if you only have one location that you're looking at, and maybe you have a three bushel spread between the products, the odds of that product winning again the next year, it's only a it's basically a coin flip. It's 50% chance. But mm -hmm. if you look at when we get over 30 locations that we're comparing and you look at that three bushel spread, your, your odds go up drastically. So you're closer to 85, 90% likelihood of that product doing what it did this year again next year. So that's why that 30 number is really important. And, and we find from our local replicated set that once you get over that 30 locations, you start to set that rank order in terms of product and their yield um, and the trend that you see. So it's nice for us that we're, as we're looking at things as a, at that macro level, we have enough locations to have that trend that's gonna stay true, not flop around as you add uh, more locations to that. Um, and then I think, you know, you talked about, so if 30 is kind of that magic number, why do we do more than the 30 locations? You know, we talked about, we get up closer to 60 locations. What that allows us to do when we have more locations is then we can start to break that, that data down into an even tighter geography than just Southeast Minnesota as a whole. So I think that's really important. You know, as I come to your operation, I wanna be able to, to get this as hyper-local as possible. And so by us having this number of locations, we're able to look at that that data at a much more micro level, which I think is very important for the conversation and, and all ties back into us placing products correctly across your acres um, when it makes sense. Does that kind of cover? Oh that? yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, um, we talk about that alley and I think you and I just, which basically our geography kind of covers our, our listeners area. I think we had 27 that we planted, you know, in, in our district. So, I mean, we, we came close to 30 you know, in extremely tight geography, which I think is important. And, and one other thing, Ellie, that, um, you know, around plot harvest and, and data quality, quality, we talk about quite a bit, you know, all of our, you know, we talked about how all of our trials are, are planted by growers, they're, they gotta be split planner, they gotta go a certain difference. You know, the way you measure that data quality is, is important. And one thing that, that we're very adamant about here at Pioneers that we do weigh all, every entry. So all of our entries in our plots are ran through a weigh wagon and weighed. And maybe just talk a little bit about um, our strategy and, and why we think that's so important. Yeah, so I think, I mean, similar to as you look at, as we've gotten done with harvest here, we're doing post harvest monitor calibrations with our weights that we've ran across the scale. Um, so by us using a weigh monitor for our plots versus sorry, a weigh wagon versus the yield monitor. Um, you keep that consistent trend. It's a, it's pretty black and white when you're using the weights versus if you record your recorded weights in terms of yield and you pair those with maybe your recording of those strips in the yield monitor, you're fine. you will find that the yield monitor, there's a lot of different variants depending on, um, you know, maybe how you're sitting in a particular field. Um, there's a lot of different factors that can throw off those numbers. Um, I'm probably not hitting quite as in depth as yeah. maybe your take on this, Josh, but I'll let yeah, you know. It's, no, you're in a track and a yield monitor is a great tool. And I think if you were, 
if you had a calibrated monitor and you were just on, on the same corn, the same variety, that's the same moisture likely in the field and just went and to say you just harvest a 12 pass in a row, I think it'd be pretty close, but in a plot where you're going to, you know, run maybe, you know, a, a seven to eight maturity spread, you're going to have different moistures, different test weight green. That's where that's really, you know, you're maybe calibrated for a entry, but you're not calibrated for the next nine entries. And that's where it can get tricky. And that's also important, you know, Allie, when you think about plot data, or if you just think about a, a grower doing a side-by-side, -side, I was actually um, down at Harmony today and I was, I, I ran into a couple of producers and that came up and they were trying to compare some side-by-side -side stuff and like, wow, our yield monitor works good. But one thing is we were trying to truly look at hybrid A and B, we really couldn't do it unless we got a weight. It just, it seemed like through the monitor, it just wouldn't be as, as accurate as what we could find. And um, yeah, I've had some personal experience with that where, you know, maybe someone's not happy with one of your products. And uh, I had a great example a few years ago where, you know, we were, we were doing a, you know, the yield monitor said hybrid A was about 25 or 30 bushel better than hybrid B. And by the time we got out there and did some weighing and comparing them, it actually turned out it was the opposite, that the one that the monitor said was way behind was actually a couple bushel better. So it can be kind of eye-opening, but uh, it is always important if you really, really do want a good comparison of uh, A to B, you know, having a hard weight is important. And that's one thing that um, all of our trials we do, it's a lot of way we can work, but um, it does ensure that the data quality is, is as high as it can possibly be. Yeah, so I think overall what we're talking about here is that, you know, with our on-farm testing, it's just a really nice way to evaluate product performance. We put this in real-world real world management settings, which I think is also an important piece of this. And then because we have the number of locations we do, we're able to break out this data in a lot of different ways. So corn on corn compared to corn on beans, some all fungicide sprayed or all locations sprayed with fungicide versus not. So a lot of different ways that we can break out that data for you to then help aid in this product placement across your operation. But we'll talk a little bit more about things, important things from the field as we move in uh, to planning for next year when we come back next week. You've been listening to Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060. If you've missed part of the show or want to hear more, check out the show page at kfilradio.com or with the 103.1 KFIL app. Stay connected with Allie and Josh on Twitter. It's at Allie G-Wise, W-I-S-E, and at Josh Schaffner to submit your questions for the show. Tune in next Wednesday for the next Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060 